Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Am I the Butthole? And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, or really helps out the channel. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Hot Newspaper 6864 and does come with an update. It's titled, Am I the Arsehole for Taking My Father Out of the Nursing Home Behind His Wife's Back? I'm a 34 female. I'm one of five children and the youngest. Our mother died when I was eight. Dad remarried years later to Mary. I was a teenager, 14, and some of my siblings were on their way out the door to college. She came into the marriage with a lot to say and tried to dictate what we could and couldn't do. That didn't go over too well with us, especially when my oldest brother's birthday rolled around. He was turning 18, had gotten into a nice college and was looking forward to obtaining a car. Obviously, she and my father had been talking about getting another vehicle, but the one she wanted was expensive and dad said no. Learning my brother had bought a car, an inexpensive one, she blew up. My father had to explain to her that her mother left us an inheritance. She tried to flip it on him as if he'd been hiding money. Not the case. He told her our inheritance didn't concern her, but he did explain when my mother passed, she left him the executor of our inheritance. She tried to get my father to steal part of our inheritance and use the money to buy the car she wanted. My father told her he would never try to get he would never try to get over on his kids. We really didn't like her after that. Nonetheless, my father loved her, so we had to accept it. All my siblings and I live out of state, but I live the closest to dad, so I get to see him more often. When we're not able to visit, we FaceTime daily. Out of nowhere, communication ceases. For days, my siblings and I are calling with no response until eventually my sister flies out to make the drive with me. We pull up to the house and what do you know, Mary's car is in the driveway. Mind you, we called her the entire drive there with no answer. We walk into the house calling for our dad. She tells us to stop hollering in her house. Parents' house. We ask her, where is our father? Nonchalantly, she replies he had a stroke and was in the hospital. We were livid and hysterical because she hadn't thought to call us. She said he was doing fine so there was no need. As a result of his stroke, he had limited mobility, some mental effects and speech. With rehab, he got better. We lost all respect for her after that. Over a year ago, my father had a fall, trying to clean the gutters and broke his leg along with a dislocated shoulder. We visited, but it was after visiting that problems arose. We noticed that when we called that he didn't have the energy to FaceTime, but would talk to us through text and over the phone briefly. I got a job opportunity which required me to move back home. I wanted it to be a surprise since I just closed on a home. I get to my dad's and the locks are changed. So I call my father. Lo and behold, he tells me he's in the nursing home still 
and hadn't seen Mary, nor was she answering for him. He was there for rehab, but was supposed to be discharged a couple of months ago. I drove right over and got him and brought him home. Now she's claiming she's going to file charges against me for kidnapping. Now, I can already guess that that a lot of the comments are already going to go down the lawyer route and lawyer up to protect your father in this, which, you know, is absolutely right. But as I always say, I'm like no legal expert in these kind of things. So or any kind of legal expert for that matter. (laughs) But yeah, I would definitely be communicating with the rest of your family to see how you can best protect him in this situation. Clearly, the woman is up to no good, ignoring him, just abandoning him in this nursing home like that. That's absolutely, oh man. But I just kind of feel like you need to protect all that's his because it doesn't sound like this person is just going to let it go easily either. So I feel like it's going to be a fight on your hands. But before we go to the update, Becca says, not the arsehole, you need to get your father an attorney ASAP. His assets need to be protected whether he likes the idea of using an attorney or not. He needs to tell you and the attorney where all of the money is, along with any joint accounts. Talk to your siblings and most importantly, talk to the police. This has the ring of elder abuse to it. Dependent Lie asks, Info, does she have power of attorney over him? Does he still have any cognitive deficits from the stroke? Are you able to get information from the nursing staff or the social worker at the facility to know about his status? I'm a social worker at a nursing home and these are things that pop into mind immediately. If you want to take him permanently out of the nursing home, it'd be helpful to know what's going on with his health and to consult with a lawyer. If she does have power of attorney over him, meaning that it's activated, i.e. he can no longer make choices for himself and physicians have stated that's the case, you could be in trouble for taking him out. I'd highly recommend consulting with a lawyer if you want to take an active role in your father's care. OP replies saying my eldest brother has a power of attorney over him. I made my brother aware of my decision before I did it and he agreed. I asked the social worker why was he still here. Her response was that it was the decision of the wife. She's been paying monthly out of pocket, which is why the joint account is in the red. He suffers from aphasia and minor memory loss. His wife has lied and told him she has power of attorney. I asked them to show me paperwork stating such, but they claimed it was confidential. I asked them to show me paperwork. She's his legal guardian. They were mum. I had another nurse tell me that the only power of attorney they had on file was my brother's, which is all I needed to hear. Furthermore, there's no legal guardianship over him. I smelled BS. My father's wife used to be a nurse at the facility he was at. I've been told that I shouldn't have taken him, but when it comes to my father, I would go to jail if I have to. He's been telling them he wants to go home. He's told me they were monitoring him when he talks on his phone. I plan to dig deeper, but right now I'm on fire and this is the only way I'm able to blow off steam. Izzy says, not the asshole, and based on information in your comments, the nursing home needs to be reported because at least one person there was covering for her underhanded antics. Louisiana says, not the asshole, if I were you, I'd do some digging and make sure Mary hasn't been forging your dad's signature and stealing from the money your mother left you because it sounds like she had no intention of bringing him home. I assume the house is in your dad's name. Verify she hasn't added herself to the deed or removed your dad entirely. She's up to something. Snoo says, not the asshole. Retain counsel for your father immediately and shut that shit down. Have a talk with your dad and maybe see if you can convince him to sell his house and move in with you if you feel comfortable with that arrangement. 
The situation is really concerning and it would not surprise me if she did something terrible to gain control of his property and other assets. So then OP updated the post who said, I don't know whether to scream or cry. So much has transpired within the last day. I'm here once again, blowing off steam. This morning we received a call from the director of the nursing facility, asking to meet with us after we retrieve the rest of my father's belongings. They're trying to cover their asses now. Our lawyer advised not having any contact with them, but my brother wanted to have the meeting so he asked the lawyer, could he record our meeting, which the lawyer stated, just make sure the director is okay with being recorded. In the midst of all this, my aunt, daddy's sister, calls and tells us, don't forget the plant, and we go and retrieve my father's things. I'm agitated because she's worried about a plant. Anyhow, we get there. My brother, oldest sister, and I. My brother asks if it's okay to record. She said no. I have my phone in my pocket that's recording everything regardless, though I'm aware whatever I record is illegal. At this point, it's gloves off. She instantly apologizes for the conduct of her employees and that the facility dropped the ball on my father's case. She informs us they have been terminated after a review. BS, so they've conducted a review that fast. I don't buy it. Is that even possible? Who asked who was they? She says she can't release the name of those involved, but just that they were employees and have been reported. My brother calls her on her bullshit, asked to see the paperwork of such. She can't produce it. Our lawyer states if these people have been reported, then it should be on file and he can request the documents. My brother asked why wasn't he called when his father was here past his recommended stay. How do you take the word of his wife over his power of attorney? Why weren't any of us called? We're all on his emergency contact list besides Mary. He states he refuses to believe they dropped the ball and a few more choice words. The conversation was going left, so we ended it with pulling him out. Like all of us, he's having a hard time dealing with this, especially being the eldest. He feels he's responsible for all of us. My aunt calls me talking about this damn plant once again, and I was on the verge of losing my mind. Anyway, I told her we had the plant. They'd placed his things in a bag. She kept asking, was it intact? I told her it's plastic, but it looks fine. She said, it's a camera. Holy shit. Of course, we race home and it took us nearly forever how to work it. My father was telling the truth. It made me emotional watching him sit in his room upset. His feelings and his words disregarded as if he was nothing. We've handed over the footage to the attorney. The question comes into play about the footage being legal. Our lawyer said something about the nursing home having to be released by liability of violation to my father's privacy. Here you have to get permission to install cameras in the patient's room. My aunt did not. I'm beyond frustrated at this point. I've been reading about elder abuse and how these nursing facilities and their employees are never held accountable. We just want answers and justice, that's all. There is one good thing that has come out of this today. We have taken back possession of dad's house, which was a headache in itself. We started talking about dad's house. We were thinking of several scenarios of how to take it back. My siblings and I refused to sit by while Mary may have changed the front and both side door locks. We didn't think she changed the kitchen door lock simply because my grandmother's curio has been in front of that door for years. Dad overheard us talking and wanted to tag along, which we thought would be a bad idea. He wouldn't hear of it. 
Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. We get there, but Mary's not home. I had to be hoisted over the backyard fence since the gate was locked. I opened the gate for my siblings. Dad had to be front and center, so he sat on the patio chair while we got to work. Our key works like we expected, but to get in, we're going to have to push the antique wooden curio over, which will likely break. But desperate times comes for desperate measures. My brothers literally had to take turns ramming their shoulders into the door to make it flip over, which caused a mess, and we destroyed the kitchen table in the process. Off back, we noticed all the family pictures had been removed from the wall, literally all. There were pictures of her family hanging up instead. We eventually found our family pictures in the basement. My father's truck is missing from the garage. We find out Mary is writing bad checks to their joint account, which has been completely depleted and in the negative. The account is now closed. We've learned in these last months she's been to Vegas twice, gambled away thousands, then took a cruise to Cozumel. She's been to California, all first-class flights to and from, and she had a buddy. She's tried to change my father's will. We learned she opened credit cards in my dad's name, and they're on the verge of being maxed. We had them closed after disputing the charges. My father's jewelry is missing. His safe in the closet that holds my mother's valuables, along with other important documents, has been tampered with, but not open. We called the police to make a report. What do you know? Mary shows up hollering and screaming about me kidnapping my father. Told the cops we broke into her house, that she feared for her life, that she didn't feel safe living here if we're going to be here. The police made it clear since they are married, they can't just kick her out, but if there is conflict in the home, which she stated herself, then one of them needed to leave the residence until things cooled down. My father stated he wasn't going anywhere. This was his home. I was able to produce the deed to show that she isn't the owner. Cops threatened her with her arrest once I brought up that my father was in the process of filing for a divorce. She cursed us all, said we were the reason their marriage was crumbling. The cops asked, was it possible for my father to come stay with me since she claimed she had nowhere to go? My father told them no, that he'd been abandoned at a nursing home for two months and he wasn't going anywhere. The moment we mentioned things missing from the house, all of a sudden she had somewhere she could go and stay the night. They asked her about the jewelry, but she made it seem as if she had no idea what we were talking about, which left the officer's hands tied. She packed as much as she could since the officer only gave her 30 minutes. The entire time, she's hollering and crying at my father, talking about she can't believe he'll let us do this to them, how much she loved him, everything she'd done for him, that he wouldn't be blessed for treating her this way. The officer continued to tell her to be quiet and don't engage with us. Once she left we changed the locks. Tomorrow, we're upgrading the cameras. Holy moly, that was a wild one. That's the wildest one I've seen in a while, I think. And likely 
updates to come on that one soon as well, I reckon. But that poor family going through all of that. The father, two months abandoned in a nursing home without any way of getting out of there. And what was going on in that nursing home as well? And then to think of it from, you know, the adult children's point of view and what they must be thinking about what their father's going through must be absolutely heartbreaking. You know, when my father with his cancer and stuff, I always think when I leave the house, it brings me to tears because I think, what is he thinking about by himself and what's going on with him? You know, I, I'm always thinking that that all, that sort of stuff always goes through my head. So to think that might be going through their heads as well and worried about their, their father and what he's been through the last couple of months and likely still to go through for a while to come yet. My heart truly goes out to that family, but what do you guys make of this one? What do you think is going to happen in the future? What can OP do in this particular situation? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Beachbum10, who says, Am I the arsehole for ruining my cousin's wedding by planning a trip that same weekend after I refused to attend? Some good old family drama. And I, 28 male, need a verdict. My cousin Emily, 27 female, is getting married in a few months. Our family is a large American-Italian family. I've been dubbed the ringleader by my uncles and aunts because I'm the oldest. Most of my cousins are 18 to 28 and we're all really close besides Emily. We didn't have a ton in common and she made zero effort to ever hang out with us. We always tried including her but she just sat on her phone or read. We all played sports and she wasn't about that. Emily got married three years ago. We all went and formed a bond with her then husband. My girlfriend Chloe and I have been together for five years. She is close with all of my cousins. To save a whole long backstory, me and Chloe got close to Emily's husband. Emily out of nowhere asked for a divorce and within two weeks is moved in with another dude. Obviously, it was the family gossip, but we were all told that family is first, so we needed to not mention it. A few months later, we find out that the guy she moved in with was married at the time. He left his wife and kids for Emily. It was a total shit show. Me and Chloe decided that we weren't about it, and so when the wedding invite came, we declined it. My cousins reached out to us and said they heard rumors, my mum, that I wasn't going. They asked why and we told them that we just weren't about this wedding and that only people that support a wedding should attend. Our plan was to get out of town that weekend to Chloe's parents' beach house. Chloe is best friends with two of my girl cousins so she invited them along and this started an avalanche. Slowly, all of my cousins started reaching out saying they felt obligated to attend but didn't want to go. Some were in the wedding but didn't want to be. Most already took off work and wanted to come with us to Florida. I reached out to Emily's ex-husband and told him if he wanted to get out of town, he was welcome. He's ecstatic and is bringing his new friend. He likes her and I'm excited to meet her. When the RSVPs come back, no, the older generation flipped out. I started getting calls from uncles, aunts, grandparents asking what the hell I was doing. I said that we already weren't going and our generation felt obligated. We didn't force anyone to not go, just gave an open invite. Emily and her fiance called trying to strong arm me. I said, listen you two, have a wonderful wedding. I just don't support it and think it's better that I'm not there. 
Well, my mum and aunt, Emily's mum, showed up at my house and told me how I'm fracturing the family and ruining the wedding. I told them that we were never going in the first place. Eventually, I asked them to leave and haven't been fielding any more calls on it. All the cousins have already booked flights and a group chat has been made. I really don't see how I'm being an asshole because I didn't force anyone. Emily slash her fiance made their decisions and we made ours, but I'm getting called an asshole. Am I the asshole? I don't understand why any of your family or Emily would want you there anyway when you're clearly not comfortable going and you said you don't want to support it multiple times. Why would they want you there anyway? It's just going to cause gossip and drama, etc. But I've got to be a little bit cheeky on this one and I, I think you did know what you was doing when, you know, telling the other people about why you weren't going and knowing that they might flip around and it was one line that really jumped out to me. So they asked you why you wasn't going and you just told them you weren't about this wedding. You know, that would have been enough. That would have been enough for you to say. But you also went on to say, and that only people that support a wedding should attend. While that, you know, is totally true. If you don't support a wedding, you shouldn't attend it. I believe you knew what you was doing when you said that. You know, you said at the very start that you've been dubbed the ringleader by your uncles and aunts because you're the oldest and probably, you know, have some influence over the others. But Catalina Child says not the asshole at all. Let the older generation be upset. If they come at you, tell them you're not supporting adultery or any form of cheating. And that if they try to force you, go tell them you'll get drunk and puke on the bride's dress. Maddie P81 says everyone sucks here. Decline invites equals not the arsehole. Go to Florida equals not the arsehole. Confirm rumors is not the arsehole. Inviter X, I got no judgment. Open it up to everyone and have a big gathering. Now you're an arsehole. When they wanted to join you, this is what you should have said. You definitely shouldn't feel obligated to attend the wedding and the big getaway idea has merit. But can you imagine the family drama if we actually did that week? No, I think it's best if we all just have our own thing going on then. But hey, let's think about organizing something down the line because that sounds like a great getaway. Tempting Penguin says not the arsehole called me old fashioned, but I think fracturing the family might better apply to Emily than you. P Corn Silk says, okay, I totally understand that impulse and you are not the arsehole for planning a trip for you and Chloe, but inviting all your cousins too tips you into you're the arsehole territory. You're actively creating this drama by doing so. If you don't feel you can attend the wedding with full support, then you just decline. You don't throw a rival party the same weekend for everyone who has a bone to pick with the couple. And Ready Grapefruit says not the asshole. This is amazing. Your support will mean a lot to Emily's ex, who seems to have done nothing wrong and is showing you are a man of conviction. Now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and just a huge thank you for joining me today. Getting involved in the stories, your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for what you do and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, don't mind. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know that's a damn.